I generally enjoy the films of Liam Neeson, and I find him to be an actor that makes reasonably decent films, but where he plays character that you can usually believe in. Now, his characters, I admit, are largely in action movies, over-the-top ones where he utilizes his particular set of skills that usually involve killing and causing great bodily harm. The plots are never really anything too deep, and oftentimes the story itself is kind of silly and ridiculous, but I still enjoy the films nevertheless. One of the things I like about Liam Neeson is that when you watch him in a film, it doesn't matter how silly the film might be. You know, has his daughter been kidnapped? Or has he lost his memory? Or is he trying to find a killer on an airplane? Whatever. No matter what the situation is, he is able to project a believability. You see what his plight is, and you believe in him. You want to see him resolve things and work everything out in the end. And I think that really speaks a lot about his ability, because it doesn't matter how bad the film is. He's an actor that you enjoy watching, and you want to follow his story. And on the subject of debatable films, I will admit, I'm one of the few people on Earth that really enjoyed The Phantom Menace, the first film of the Star Wars prequels. Like, admittedly, it's not perfect. But if you watch it primarily as a Liam Neeson-driven vehicle, a story that's wrapped around his character primarily, that of the Jedi Knight Qui-Gon Jinn, you'll find that it's a much richer experience and you can really look beyond the Jar Jar pod racing stuff. And I thought he really carried that film well. And it's a shame that he's only in that first film. I won't drop any spoilers, but you can... Probably, if you haven't seen The Phantom Menace, you can figure out why he doesn't appear in any of the other prequel films. But he carried that film well. And these five films I want to talk about, I think, are examples of films that, like The Phantom Menace, you know, they're not great works of art, but they're still enjoyable to watch. And I think he is the difference. He is what makes these films work. First is the film Taken. I realize there's three of these films. And I'm going to talk about all three because I just binged through these recently. Liam Neeson plays a retired CIA guy with that specialized set of skills. And the plot is that his daughter has been kidnapped by human traffickers and Liam is out to rescue her. And this is the film where he does his infamous line of, I don't know who you are, but I will find you and I will kill you. And you know what? You believe him because he's a great actor. You don't mess with Liam Neeson. He's got that set of skills. And in fact, for all five of these film reviews, actually, he pretty much puts that set of skills to use, even though he's playing different characters in the latter two films I'm going to talk about. And he lays down some serious smack. Does he succeed and rescue his daughter? Well, considering she's a recurring character in the next two Taken films, I'll let you draw your own conclusions on that. But needless to say, Liam goes to work, he causes tremendous bodily harm, and he stays true to his earlier promise. So that's the first Taken film. The second Taken film came out in 2012. And I have to be honest, this one did feel largely unnecessary. It generally is the theme of a revenge film. It's the part two, the bad guys who lost loved ones from the first one, they want revenge. And 
although you kind of know what's going to happen. It's a very shallow story. It's still a fine bit of action adventure with a little bit of silliness. This time he and his estranged ex-wife are taken hostage in Istanbul and did I say that right, Istanbul? Anyhow, he uses his particular set of skills to talk on his iPhone with his daughter, giving her directions to find the location where he has been taken prisoner. So it's got a lot of tense moments. There's a big chase scene and lots of violence, as you would expect. And the ones responsible for taking him captive are Albanians and they're led by this Albanian guy who wants revenge because Liam killed his sons in the first Taken film. Well, what do you think's going to happen? Do you think things are going to work out well for the bad guys? Well, watch it and find out. Taken 3 came out in 2014. This time Liam Neeson is on the run for a crime he didn't commit. And I actually like this one a lot. Probably the most of the entire series because it had elements that reminded me of Harrison Ford in The Fugitive, which is one of my favorite films. But this time, Liam is on the run, and he's using his particular set of skills, not just to beat up people and to waterboard one guy, but he's also trying to solve a murder that he was falsely accused of. Now, what bothered me about reading the reviews for this film is that they drop a major spoiler about this picture, and that's not cool. So if a viewer wants to watch this film for yourself, skip the reviews and just go right into this one and find out why Liam has been accused and why he's on the run. It's a satisfying end of the series. That's assuming it's the end, although it would be cool to see Taken 4, A Ride.